0: Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Singleton to the right, two receivers left, two right. The show blitz off the edge. Clifford takes it, back to pass. Sean steps up, throws. Tinsley, touchdown. Penn State back in the end zone. Richardson back, here comes Brown, he steps away from him, delivers downfield, and intercepted. Giant Zaki Wheatley, Wheatley to the 30, 25, Wheatley to the 20, Wheatley breaks the tackle to the 15, and taken down there, the blitz created it, and Wheatley gets his second interception of the season. Allen behind Clifford, play action rolls right, he's got Strange at the 5, to the far corner, touchdown Penn State. So far, Penn State has been clean and efficient. Wing left is Johnson. Catron Allen back in the game at running back. Second and nine, Central Michigan 14. It's Allen to his left, to the 10. Katron five. Touchdown, Penn State! The Miami Lions retake the lead on the third touchdown of the season for Caitron Allen. Payne over and Isaac are now the defensive ends. Blitz coming. Richardson hit by Brown as he throws for Carrier. Intercepted! Johnny Dixon gets the pick. And the Nittany Lions get the ball back with 1:05 to go in the half, and Johnny Dixon gets the interception for the Nittany Lions. That is his second career interception and his first as a Nittany Lion.
1: Coach, your offense was able to put up 21 points in the first half, but really without the benefit of the consistent running game you wanted. Last happened to get the run game on
0: track? Well, they're, they're playing a lot of Cover Zero, which means no safeties deep, uh, eight guys in the box. Uh, we got to be able to make them pay for doing that. Right now, we have not been able to do. That consistently, uh, there when you play covers there, it's an opportunity for huge plays on offense, or it can cause you some challenges if you don't pick it up consistently. We got to do a better job there. I know it's
1: not sexy to talk about special teams, but Barney Amore is a big reason why your team's
0: in front right now. What does he meant to your football team? Yeah, he's done a nice job. His first punt's got to be more consistent, but besides that, it was good. Coach, goodbye. Thank you. Amore takes the snap from Chris Stahl. Kicks it out of there. High, twisting kick. Williams signals fair catch. Dropped it. Loose. Penn State's on top of it at the 8-yard line on the muff. Let's see if they finished it. Yes, they did. Penn State recovers. Now motion by Warren. Sets up as the fullback turns play action fake steps throws far corner the end zone caught touchdown Penn State Brenton Strange the Nittany Lions now with a two score lead and they have won the middle eight again Sean takes it it's going to be Singleton to the 5 10 15 he's to the 20 lowers the shoulder over the 20 and barrels out to the 25 near the 26 yard line 21 yards for Nicholas Singleton and a Penn State first down out of the pistol. It's going to be Allen to the 50-45-40, near sideline 35-30, 20-15 and knocked out of bounds inside the 15-yard line. katron Allen, they say he is out at the 14. Quarterback sneak, great surge, touchdown Penn State. The Nittany Lions now lead it. 33 to 14. Had the big game of 179 against Ohio, 124 last week against Auburn, and this is Katron Allen's day with 111 and a touchdown, and Sean Clifford threw for 213, three touchdowns, no interceptions, and he ran for one, and Penn State wins it 33 to 14. We'll come back with more in a moment. Today's game presented by the Penn State
1: Bookstore, Good afternoon, everybody. It is the Steve Jones Show, and it is yet another victory Monday for your 4-0, number 11th-ranked Penn State Nittany Lions. Matt Catrillo, back here with you. Thanks to all the fill-ins for me during the week last week while I was out. Nigel, Mark Stevens, thank you. Good to be back. Good to be talking about another Penn State win today. And Steve will soon be there from the Sunbury Motor studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, sunbury motors kia routes 11 and 15 in humbles wharf and online at sunburymotors.com ford kia hyundai great selection of new and pre-owned inventory and either way you got a great sales staff that's not just there for the sale but they're there for you to make sure you get the right car at the right price and you have a service department that's there for your current vehicle with the diagnostics and with the inspections and all the routine maintenance and with that service department comes the need for more entry level and experienced technicians that are needed right now. Needed for quick lane, car and light truck service, heavy truck service, body frame and alignment and towing departments whether you're an experienced technician, entry level looking for your first job or maybe looking for your career change, they'd love to hear from you. Stop by in person, apply online at sunburymotors.com or call Todd at 286 Seven seven four six, and of course every Monday show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury, or go to purdyinsurance.com. Home, auto, life, business, whatever you need to make sure you're covered for whatever life brings you. They got you set. They are the true pros, pros with insurance needs, and it's all at Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Four and oh, Steve.
0: Yeah, um it's it's interesting. Um the um if I give you a stat sheet and you'll just look at the stat sheet and watch the game. And you would see okay, um 100-yard rusher, Katron Allen. Right. Got 111. If um I tell you about the quarterback Sean Clifford, 217 yards, hit 65% of his passes, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Wow. Pretty good. 403 yards in total offense. Pretty good. Shut out the opposing team in the second half. Pretty good, right? I mean, all this is four turnovers. You didn't turn over once. You created four turnovers. Got 13 points off the turnovers. Won the middle eight, end of the first half, start of the second half. 13 nothing, Right? All this looks great, right? So if you don't see the game and just look at the statue, you're like going, hey, all right, pretty good game. You know? And then when you're actually watching it, as it going, you f- the first quarter they look great. The last three quarters it felt like there were moments where they were a quarter or a half step off. Not everybody, but the whole thing, kind of just looked like that. Um, but they're 4-0 and that's the bottom line for James Franklin he gets the ability to talk to his team where you can tell them hey you're doing this you're 4-0 it's great now if you want to be better you got to do this this, this, and this I mean, there are a lot of... The long list of positives, the way Allen played at running back, Strange is still playing so well at that tight end spot. And Catron Allen was terrific. You know Joey Porter's really good on the one side. I thought Kalen King played a great game. Jack and I named him the player of the game. Played a great game. Zaki Wheatley made plays. I thought P.J. Mustafer played... I thought after P.J. played really well at Auburn, he played even better Saturday against Central Michigan. Uh, Beeman may have had his best game. Chop Robinson played really well. You know, Deny Dennis Sutton got a couple of sacks in the game, which does a world of good for his confidence. So there's a long list of positives, long list of positives to take a look at. But, again, in watching it, it felt like the first quarter they came out like game busters. Boom, they're getting it done. You know, two, two possessions, two touchdowns. Two, three, and now it's great. Okay, <clears throat> and it just felt like the final three quarters that there were moments where they looked like they were a quarter step off, maybe a half step off. You know, just enough to be a like not totally in sync. How about that? But it's enough to win on a weekend that was so strange. Georgia. beat Kent State. Kent State is not as good a football team as Central Michigan. I mean, Central Michigan's probably one of the top two teams in the Mac. Kent State is not. And Georgia won the game 39 to what? They won thirty nine, twenty two, something like that. Um they, they won by seventeen. Great. Right? Did enough to win. Uh, I watched some of the USC-Oregon State game. Now, Oregon State's a better team. and The game was up at Corvallis. But USC didn't play well. And Kayla Williams didn't play well. But they did enough. Rallied, scored late. Williams hit Addison with a touchdown pass, won 17-14. Again, place-kicking hurt Oregon State. Place kicking hurt Arkansas, and Little is a terrific kicker. I mean, believe me. You know me. I mean, Cam Little kicks. I watched because Pence thats who Penn State played in the Outback Bowl. So I watched the tapes of the guy, then saw him in person. The guy's a good kicker, and he hit the top of the upright, like like the very top. Right? We're seeing this in the NFL too. The kicking in the NFL outside of a Justin Tucker, not great. And it's interesting in watching the NFL right now. Central Michigan played, stacked the box, and played cover zero. In the NFL right now, they're playing two high safeties, almost across the board, because they don't want to be beaten by the deep ball. They want you to go out and put together in the NFL ten to thirteen play drives and inch your way up the field. With the idea that when you get to the red zone, the field shrinks. So you get Green Bay beating Tampa Bay 14 12. You get Denver beating San Francisco eleven to ten. Wow. Now, the Eagles have had no trouble moving the ball. The Eagles have played terrific offense every game. Hurts has played terrific every game. Uh, they had no issue at all in any way, shape, or form with Washington yesterday. It has completely picked them apart. And they're off to a 3-0 start. Now, admittedly, the Dolphins' 3-0 is a little bit better than the Eagles' 3-0. It just because of who they play. Again, the Eagles are 3-0 and against a really mediocre schedule, but you only can play against the teams you play. You cannot help that. That is your schedule. And the Eagles are not only 3-0, and but they're an impressive-looking 3-0 and by the way they're doing it. Now, the Dolphins have beaten the Patriots. They've beaten the Ravens. They've beaten the Bills. That's a little better 3-0 and in terms of the quality of what you've done to this point. I mean, I know you don't agree with it, but, you know, like, you know, like, I actually watch games. When I watch it, I actually watch with, like, no bias. You sit there and go, no, the Eagles are way better than the Dolphins. Like, uh, no, Matt, slow down. They're not.
1: No, I completely um, agree. I completely <clears throat> agree.
0: Uh, but we'll see how it goes. I mean, And we'll see if Tua can play Thursday night. That's a weird one. I mean, that's a weird one. I mean, even the NFLPA is like, uh, why was he put back in the game?" I think he went to the, tried to go to the wrong locker room. That's not good. And they've got the Bengals Thursday night, so we'll see what they do there. It's amazing what Hill Hill has done. Hill Waddle. Wow. Um. But you notice the scoring is down in the NFL, five points a game. And I think a part of that is that too high safety look that everybody's playing right now, which is the defense that they think is can at least take away the home run ball. Very interesting. And then Judge, just, know, just circling a flogged-in airport, can't get it done. Can't get it done. Albert Poults, you know, he's, You know, believe it or not, you know, since mid-August, you realize Paul Olsen has only hit one fewer home run than Judge? Did you know that?
1: No, but it makes sense. He's He's been on a tear lately for the reason why the Cardinals are playing well again. I mean, he's been
0: hitting great. Let me tell you about the state of the game. Giancarlo Stanton, your guy, has struck out 95 times or more 11 of his 13 major league seasons. In 22 seasons, how many times has Albert Poole struck out 95 times in the season?
1: I'm going to say one or two.
0: None. Zero. Never has. Never has. By the way, and I'm kidding about Judge, I did not think he would, against the starters of the Red Sox, I did not think he would hit a home run. And here's the reason why. Walker keeps the ball. Walker's pitched really great this year. Walker keeps the ball down. Despite all the junk that Hill throws, he keeps the ball down. And Bayo, the kid, keeps the ball down. It's just more difficult. Although he hung that one. I mean, and To be honest with you, Judge was not close to a home run this weekend. Wasn't even close. I mean, the one he hit to the warning track in center field, they.
1: <clears throat> yeah, that wasn't getting <clears throat> out.
0: Hernandez just jogged back up to about the quarter part of the warning track and just kind of waited for it to come down. Um, I don't think he is – I don't know him, but I don't think he's pressing in any way, shape, or form. It's just the way he's pitched.
2: That's all.
1: I mean, look at the game last night. He had good at bats, and and he did what he needed to do. He got a key (laughs) double last night. He worked a walk, so I'm glad he's taking that approach. I'm glad he's not trying to kill the ball. That was always my concern, but – this is how no, this is how we is and it's good.
0: It. No offense, it's not a key double. You can't okay, you, you are the number 2 seed. You cannot be better than the number 2 seed. You cannot be worse than the number 2 seed. It's all about him right now. It's not a key run.
1: It's a game that doesn't matter to them. I just think it's still important for them to be feeling good about themselves and playing good baseball heading into the postseason, considering... Even
0: their a- own players know it's all about him. Come on, they all know. do. Every person knows it's about
1: him. I know, Come but on. I also think it's still very important that the Yankees <laughs> have won seven in a now row now. you got
0: to go to foreign soil. You couldn't get it done at home. I mean, they handed you the Pirates
1: on a silver platter. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, I had a feeling that would probably happen anyway.
0: How about this? This is the 50th anniversary of Roberto Clemente's 3,000th hit. Okay. You want to know how many people were in attendance on a Saturday to see that game? 50 years ago. 13,000. Yeah.
1: Probably more than right now for the Pirates. <sighs>
0: Get the lingerie on the deck. Nothing Call the janitor. Nothing's changed. Now you do know Aaron Judge played a period of time in scranton Wilkesbury. and of uh, Donnie Collins is going to join us in the next half hour. So we're going to talk Penn State football, but I will ask about Aaron Judge, and I'm going to do it to appease you. Because, like, you're flying on top of the world. And, of course, you know, at the end of October when they're out, they'll crash down. When the Eagles are first-round elimination, they'll crash down. I mean, see, you get yourself in these sugar highs, and then you, then you go cold turkey, and it's like, it's
1: like. Right.
0: To the Mets. All right. Can you get a new one? His voice is a little too high-pitched. All right. Uh, you know, or at least a little older. I mean, come on. We'll come back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance.
1: Mm-hmm. When car repairs get difficult,
0: well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors Taking your calls at 800 795 9565. This is The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Maybe they should have him bunt. No? <laughs> He's got the speed. I mean, just to kind of, so the bat and the ball like does something productive. He is a great, great all-around player. I mean, I mean, what I really like about him is that he is a hitter. He's got a slight uppercut, which he should have, but he works and works and works, and he's made himself into this kind of hitter. You look at him defensively, everybody tells you he works, and he works, and he works, and he works, and he's made himself into an outstanding defensive player. Now, getting Bader, getting Harrison... Uh, he was mic'd up last night. That's the same guy I talked to when he was with the spikes. <laughs> so he's like, okay, he's been really he good ge- since he
1: finally returned to the lineup. But he's a good player. Yeah,
0: he's a good defensive player. He's a good hitter. Um, I, you know, I always knew he loved the Yankees because I mean, he told me he loved the Yankees because uh, he grew up there. But, uh, but. Judge And as everybody tells you, he's a great teammate, great clubhouse guy, really great with people. I think people know his story now that, you know, look, he was adopted. He was adopted when he was a day old, when he was about nine. I believe his brother's adopted too. But he noticed that, you know, like after a while I got to ask the question, um, you know, I don't look like my brother. My brother doesn't look like me. And so they explained to him that, hey, look, you were adopted, and, you know, we love you, and, right? And his parents instilled tremendous values in him, and he's just a you know, a terrific person by all accounts that, and by the way, carries a, I think, I'm trying to think what it is. I don't know if it's a bracelet. There's something that he has that has the number 179 on it. Yeah, and you know what that means. Okay, I'll explain that to a Yankee fan. Jeez, uh, I mean, I have got a Yankee fan. You don't even know anything. You don't even know your own guys. You don't even know your own guys. Jeez, you probably didn't even know he was adopted. No, All right, senor. God. No, senor. God. no, senor! That was his batting average
1: his first year with the Yankees. There we go shows so a little motivation factor. I'm a, factor. That makes I'm a sense. Red
0: Sox fan. I know more about your guy yeah. than you do about your own guys. That's bad. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. what do you want to know about Jalen Hurts? I don't know, you probably don't know anything about him either. <laughs> the Red Sox fan has to tell the Yankee fan who his guy is. Oh, God.
2: All
0: right. I'm just kidding. It's just, it's It's good to have a little bit of fun on the show.
1: At your expense. (laughs) As per usual, but that's all right.
0: All right, uh, let's bring in Donnie Collins, Grand Times Tribune. Donnie, welcome. Great to have you with us. Thanks for having me, Steve. I throw a stat sheet in front of you, and you didn't see the game. Compare that stat sheet to the game you watched.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a tough one because I, I think it, it, James said it best after the game. You know, every, every, every stat. And I, I think it's probably the first game all season where they won. They hit every one of their goals. Statistically, they they dominated in, in areas that they always want to statistically dominate. And it just didn't have that feel to it. I, I it, it wasn't. The, the look of the game wasn't dominant, but in in defense of Penn State, they're up fourteen nothing, and I right. think that as much as anything else took a lot of the starch out of them. And yeah, you know, it's and, and Central Michigan's pretty good. I, I don't I don't think they're a bad football team. They they played the Sun Bowl last year. They won it, I believe. They did. But yeah, that's that's the that's the defending MAC champion, co-champion, whatever it is. So see, I, I, I and, and Lou Nichols is a quality back. I I, I think the quarterback. Is, is pretty solid, so I, I wasn't surprised they came back. But but I, I think they they let the they let the, uh, the the foot off the pedal a little bit or too early in the game, and 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 that's what that's what happened. But still, it's a convincing win if you look at the statistics. And, and, and at the end, I think that's that's important to note because that's where a lot of people are going to look at this game down the road. Sure, yeah, that's a pretty good win.
0: Right, it, going into the season. Uh, you know, I was talking with Jack, and he said, "You know, what do you think about the the two games, Ohio Central Michigan?" I said, "Well, Central Michigan," I said, "is a lot better than Ohio." This is back in July, and it, it proved out that way. But it just seemed like after the fourteen nothing lead, and this is just me, it just seemed like everything was like a half step off. What did yeah. you What did you think?
2: Yeah, I, I thought that, and and, and look, I, I, I don't want to you know point out to one play you know they, they they throw the pass to William Clifford and they lose the yard and I thought to myself that's early in the game to do that it's it, it you know maybe you know I, I don't know if they had that pre-planned or, or or what it was but I I just thought at that point you you throw in that play at at on first and ten at the at your own ten you're losing your yard. it kind of it kind of set up you know some a couple of bad series there and and Central Michigan scored the two, the two times they had decent field position, they scored. Yeah, they they found the end zone, and and yeah. when they didn't have decent field position, they they didn't score. They they couldn't. They really struggled to move the ball. So so I, I think if you take about ten minutes out of that game, uh, you know the Penn State would like to have back. I, I thought they I thought they played pretty well, and you know you look you can go back and and look at moments of the Auburn game where. where you know it, that looks like they played a, a perfect game, and they they did. But a lot of things went their way in that game, and some things didn't go their way in this game. So, so I, I think it was. I, I, you know, I, I think there's just a couple of minutes there you would you would like to, to take away. But other than that, I, I think but, you know, you're, you're playing a, 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 a team that could win the match. I, I thought they right. did a good job.
0: Look, they won. Georgia <laughs> played Kent State. They won by seventeen thirty nine twenty two. They won. I mean, I mean that's I mean that's like check next. Uh, Katron Allen. We've, there's been a lot of talk, and justifiably, about Nicholas Singleton. It's always been, hey, look, Katron Allen, don't forget about him. Okay, He had the 111 on Saturday. He's the Big Ten Freshman of the Week. What did you think of him?
2: Yeah, I I, 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 know I thought this against Auburn. Now, S- Singleton, obviously, the, a much more dynamic athlete than anybody Penn State has on offense, where, he, where he's going to. And At any point he touches the ball, he can he could take it 80 yards for a score, and and that's that's extremely valuable. But I thought against Auburn, Allen looked like maybe more of a complete running back to me. I mean that that cutback he made, you know, on on, on the on the three yard touchdown run to score, I, I thought that's that that was, that showed me some vision and some feel for the position that was beyond his years. So it really wasn't all that surprising to me that he goes out and has a game like he had. On, on Saturday, where he looked like a, a complete bad guy, I, I, I think he's going to get. He, he doesn't have the obviously the breakaway speed. Nobody's advertised it that, that that he does that that Singleton has. But you know, if he wants four yards, Adrian Allen is going to get you four yards and get you five yards. He's going to wear defenses down. He you know, that that's a that's what makes this this running game a lot better. It's not just necessarily Singleton to me breaking off fifty, sixty yard runs. It's Allen being able to get five yards when. In the past, they would have get they get two or three and then, and then it's, it's a big difference with, with your running game when you' when you're you're putting yourself in third and short consistently and I, and I think that's really been to me the moral of of the of the Penn State story through four games this year they have been in much much more makeable third downs much more consistently they've run the ball pretty decent and you know the offensive line looks a lot better because yeah. players behind them are a lot better.
0: Like, and there To me, there are a lot of check marks I can go on the positive side from this game. Brenton Strange played really well again. Uh, Abdul Carter continues to be a big plus. Chop played well. Deny Dennis Sutton got a couple sacks. Lay, you know, Curtis Jacobs. If you're opposite Joey Porter Jr., you're going to get more attention. What did you think of Kalen King?
2: I thought he's been terrific all season. Uh, you know, I, there was a lot of talk. Oh, they didn't throw at him in the first game. Well, sometimes you throw to your strength, and and in and the first game, you know Charlie Jones is is a strength for Purdue. So there's a lot right. of Joey Porter coverage here, and I really thought that showed off what, what Joey Porter can do. But but you know, in the last couple of games, Kalen King's been been tremendous, and I, I thought the, the fourth fumble was now. First of all, that's what happens when you complete a pass on the guy; he just goes right for the football. Right. He's, he's, yeah. he's almost he's tried it every time. Um, so, yeah, but I, I thought that was a tremendous hustle play. Really sealed the, the game for them. But, but he's um, in one-on-one coverage. You're not going to throw the ball up. to I don't care how good the receiver is. He's going to win his share of battles. So, so I, I think King's been great. I think Pro Football Focus, and I don't put a whole lot of stock in that, had him as the number one cornerback in the country mm-hmm. for his performance on, on Saturday, and, and it certainly looked pretty good to me. And I, I, I think he's he's a very very solid player all around. Um, but you know, the more they throw at him, the more you see. And, and he's kind of like Porter. You know, you know, not not, you know, long arm guy, but he's got a he's got a real feel for that position and, and, and a nose for the ball. And, and I, he's just they just don't throw at him a ton. But you know, they don't throw at Porter a ton anymore either, you'll notice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Uh, Penn State uh, you know, the special teams part, I think a lot of people have discussed, but let's discuss this part because part of it's turnovers, takeaways. But Penn State's a plus 584 yards on field position right now. That's about 146 yards a game, a football field and a half. I mean, Donnie, it changes the dynamics of the game when you're getting that kind of advantage that you, by the way, are creating.
2: Yes. Yeah, and and I, I asked a couple of questions in the beginning of the season about the, the, the kickoff units and the and, and the punt, punt team because I thought that was a big question mark coming yes. into the year. I mean, who, you know, Jordan Stout wasn't just a good punter. He was maybe, I don't want to say maybe, I think he was. The best he was the,
0: the best punter in the country. Look, They, they got it are line dry, the ball hits, dribbles 25 yards, and everybody goes, oh, look at the average. I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look at the net. Look at, yeah. look at, a, look at a lot of right. things that. That really matter just as, as as much in punting as anything else. But but even and kickoff, nobody it had been it had been a year since anybody legitimately returned a kick against Stout. <laughs> right. So I was I, I, I thought you know you have a you, you you don't have that guy anymore. What do you have? We we don't know now. Barney Moore has been great. Yeah. he's been far better than anybody could have ever imagined he was going to be. And he, you know, I won't say he won them the game on Saturday, but he sure he sure made it so they couldn't lose. You know, he, he's got the that, that punt was fumbled because Barney made a you know, that, that's fading hard toward the sideline. That's a yes. tough play to make. Yep. So yeah, so they they get the they get the fumble and the score off of that but then he pins them at the 6 he pins them early in the game at the 3 when they absolutely needed it and that field position was was uh, was shaky for them a little bit there that was, and that and that, that, that you know to to that point to so the point you're trying to make the one time all year where they, where they had a real field position disadvantage central michigan scored back to back touchdowns yeah so it it makes a huge difference and i think you know, James has kind of mentioned a couple times this year that you know the kickoffs aren't as consistently deep as he wants them. They aren't mm-hmm. as consistently in the direction he wants them. And that'll get better. Those two guys are young. They're, sure. they're not quite there yet. But if Barney's going to punt like this, this is, this is going to be a, a team that can, can still continue to dominate field position. And I, and I think punting is way more important with field position than kickoffs are. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, it's, just, it's just one of those things where your punter has, you know, you, you, you could choose when to to split to field position if you have that kind of a punter. So, yeah, I, I think he's been a, a major plus for this team, and he, yeah, I, I think he, he, to me he's a. Yeah, he's probably the he's probably been the best punter in the country this year to
0: me. Mm-hmm. And again, I can tick off a long list of positives from Saturday. But again, it just had the feel of like just like it just seemed like in the last three quarters, maybe a maybe a quarter to a half step off here, quarter to a half step there. I mean, but they won by nineteen. Uh so now I have to ask you about Aaron Judge. He played at Scranton Wilkesburg. Um what was he like? Everybody says he's just a great guy. What was he like to deal with, and what was he like at scranton wolksburg
2: No, he, he is a he is as personable a guy as and, and humble. You would never. And now, now we didn't think at this point. At the, it, when 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 he was here. Uh, it was it was 2016 around there. He was here for a couple of seasons, but we didn't think you know he was going to be this kind of player. He would he, we thought you know he could get a 40 home run just because he's massive. We thought he was more of a Ryan Howard guy, another guy we had uh, come through Dave, years ago.
0: Dave Kingman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I thought he'd strike out way too much, but but he the, the way the the one thing I knew about the guy the way he works is is off the charts. He he would anybody who had an idea for him. Uh, he he would take it into the cage and try to work with it. Um, and if it didn't work, he bagged it. Thanks for your advice. But but he, he's really gotten very good over the years at cleaning up his weaknesses. And he had a bunch of them when he was here. I, I, I would tell you straight up that when, when he was here, he was the second-best power hitter on the team, that Gary Sanchez was yes. a way better hitter right. than Aaron Judge was. Yep. But Judge has really worked himself into – into being a, a a tremendous hitter, and and you know, every, you know he's he, obviously he's six foot seven. He's built like he, he's, he's Rob Gronkowski's size. Yeah, yeah. You know, you see, Gabe Nwosu going down to kick that—that's an Aaron Judge's size. That's right. that's as big as the guy is. So, um, he, he's he's got the athleticism, but when you stay humble and you work as hard as as a guy like that does, and you don't have any superstar, uh what's the word it's the superstar tendencies is the best way he I can doesn't have, he
0: doesn't have superstar swagger he just he's like one of the Got guys it. that's a really good player
2: yeah he's you know now i you know i he's i I've, I've had a lot of discussions with him he's from kind of the area where my wife is from so so we we kind of had a lot of talks about about where he's from he, he's just a guy who very from a very small town he loves his hometown he loved his loved his college we went out to a vacation up there a couple of years ago, and he he's like, yeah, send me a picture of Fresno State. He, he just he just he he doesn't forget where he came from. He doesn't forget his struggles. He doesn't yeah yeah. He he tries to put his successes away, but I, I think he's really relishing this and uh, you know, this whole scene, and you know not relishing it to the point where he's going to let it go on for six days, which he has. <laughs> but, yeah. You know he, he's I think I think he's really trying hard now, and he needs to you know he needs to. uh, know, kind of I think what 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 he's gonna say when he finally hits this is he just he just try to get back to hitting some line drive. Mm-hmm. But you know, tr- tremendous guy and and, and I think I think part of the reason people are into this because he'll admit this is not the record. I don't think this is the record, it's the American League record. Yeah. But the, I think the reason you're cutting into games if, you, if you're Major League Baseball to show this guy is because he's exactly the kind of guy you want. You would prefer to have this record rather mm-hmm. than rather than where it is right now. He's he's just he's just a, a, a tremendous tremendous guy, and and I, mm-hmm. I couldn't be I, I I wouldn't be happier for anybody else in the game yeah. to be in this position.
0: Yeah, I mean, for people who don't know, just for just quick cliff notes, Aaron Judge was adopted, one day old, adopted. When he was about nine, you know, he's kind of realizing that, you know, I don't really look like my brother, right? Because I think his brother's adopted, too. Uh, and so they explained to them that, you know, you're adopted. Loved it. Embraced his parents. Did a great job raising him. And he keeps something. I don't know if it's in his locker or it's on a bracelet or something. It's it's one seventy nine. You want to know why he has that? That was his batting average his first year with the Yankees. He wants to remember what it was like when he started. Yeah.
2: Jeter Jeter was like that too. So we had Jeter was here for a couple of weeks, but yeah. But he he his his big his big story to the AAA guys when he was here rehabbing for those couple of weeks was fifty six. That's how many errors he made first year. Yeah. They yeah, the, the great ones don't forget their yeah, you know, as much as they they, they don't want him out there, they they don't forget their struggles and I and, yeah. and, and judges judges he's he's not as he's not a natural, but he has really Boy. worked himself into being somebody who who can you know who who he's he's always loved the game. He had he had football scholarships. Yeah. He had more football scholarships than you could mean, yes. Fresno wanted them. Notre Dame he said yeah. wanted them. But, uh, but yeah, he he remembers one seventy nine, and 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 that's that's what drives him. And and, and the great ones, they, the great ones drive off their struggles. Yeah. They don't they don't rest on their their successes.
0: And he is a great defensive player. I mean, he works hard at his defense. This is not a one trick baseball player. He is a really terrific all around player. He yeah, he didn't go to Staten Island, so he never played against the spikes. Gary Sanchez did. He played against the spikes because he was in Staten Island, but not Judge. But I knew you covered him. He was there a couple of years. I know you know him. That's why I wanted to ask, especially when he's on the uh, uh, threshold of history. Donnie, always a pleasure. Really appreciate you a lot. Great work as always.
2: Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me.
0: Believable. 56 hairs, big number. Yeah. Then they got a first baseman and clean and cleaned it up. Don't let the facts get in the way of your, your fantasies,
1: man. <laughs> but when it comes to Judge, he better be Again, the MVP. Again, don't
0: let your... Oh, no, Otani is. My goodness, it's not even close. I mean, that that's not even a debate vote. No, My goodness. No, senor! No, senor! How many wins does Judge have in the mound this year? Any? Does he have any wins on the mound? Irrelevant. Pitching's irrelevant? You paid $36 million for Cole. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, pitching's irrelevant? No, of course, Judge is a unanimous MVP. I'm just playing games with you. He is the unanimous MVP by a wide margin. What he has done for the game, the game desperately needed Aaron Judge to do this. And, you know, you talk about the right guy, right time. I, you know. I have not had the pleasure of meeting him, but everything I hear about him is what Donnie talked about. He is the right person, the right time, and he is easily the unanimous MVP of the league. Not even close. I mean, it's, it's, it's not even a debatable thing. Anybody who's debating is just doing it to write a column. We'll come back. Rich Carcella, next half hour. By the way, Dave Ennett, play-by-play voice of uh, Northwestern, joins us on Wednesday. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by Purdy Insurance.
1: The weather is getting cooler and the leaves are changing in central PA. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. If your current agent is falling short, it's time to give Purdy Insurance a call. We're a local, family owned, independent agency ready to find the right insurance to fit your needs. You can call us at 570 286 5855. Stop in our office on Market Street in Sunbury or head to our website at purdyinsurance.com to find out what we can do for you.